0: Praise God. And for those that are in here, can you all hear me all right? Praise God. (laughs) All right. So we have an outline in the bulletin today if it's helpful to you, if you'd like to follow along. And if not, don't even worry about it. What is the title of today's message? What COVID-19 has revealed about us? Does anyone feel like you've learned anything since we started with this COVID-19? A little bit? I know I have. So we're going to be talking a little bit about what I have, what I think COVID-19 and what you might think COVID-19 has revealed about us. But before we go on, let us take a moment to pray. Gracious God, we again thank you for your presence. Thank you for your love and your joy and your hope. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that as we reflect upon your word, that the meditations of my heart will be pleasing unto you. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that all of us, all of us, Lord, listen closely to what you want us to learn. We thank you so much for being here with us. And it's an honor and a joy to be your children. And it's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. And all your people said amen and amen i must say before i go into my my message just something completely off task i am quite hurt and saddened by the loss of our black panther chadwick boseman today and i don't know if you all are feeling that loss but how many of y'all enjoyed black path panther it was a really really good movie and he did lots of good movies but when that Black Panther movie came out, I mean, we was all excited, y'all. We was all going to the movie theater. We was going as a group. I remember the youth group went over to the theater on Lakeshore and we watched that movie together, and it was just so nice to look at the kids' faces while they were looking at these powerful, powerful black people on screen and a positive image. Just all throughout the movie, such a positive image and role models for our young people. So it was really sad. His family had announced that he, uh, I think was 42 years old and he passed away of colon cancer. And many kind of went back and thought about how all while he was sick and on treatment and everything, he was making those movies, you all. He was making those movies, as sick as he was, he was making Black Panther. And so I just, uh, I praise God for his life and pray for his family that they would um, feel a healing uh, because he has been an inspiration to all of us throughout the entire world. All right, so let's get back focused, amen. (laughs) So what has COVID-19 revealed about us? Well, one thing it has revealed is that we belong to two worlds. Say the number two. We belong to two worlds or two time periods. We belong to the time before COVID-19 and we belong to the time during COVID-19. I can't quite yet say the time after COVID-19 because we haven't gotten to after, right? I'm looking at all of you all and you all have your mask on. I'm so used to seeing your faces and smiling. So we are not after COVID-19, one day we will be there. But for right now, we are at the time before COVID-19 and the time of COVID-19. And there are some major differences, aren't there? We used to, remember, we used to have a time where everything was steady and predictable. Do y'all remember those days? Things were pretty much steady and predictable. Now we're facing what lies ahead, and we really don't know what lies ahead. It could be anything. We used to gather together with our family and friends. How many of y'all can remember the very last gathering when you were no mask and you didn't worry about anything? I I was trying to think back, like, when was the last time we gathered as a church? Was it in February? Do y'all remember? Was it in February or was it in March? It was the early part of March, wasn't it? Wow. If we only knew that last Sunday, that that was the last Sunday we were going to be together for a while, would well, we have stayed a little longer, when well, we have sat a little closer, when well, we have just, you know, spent a little bit more time holding each other's hands and giving each other hugs? Now, you all know I am not a hugger, but I miss hugging you guys. <laughs> Praise God what we took for granted. Before COVID-19, remember wearing your normal outfits? No mask, no shields. Remember that? Sometimes I even wonder, should I bother to put on makeup? Because by the time I take my mask off, it's full of makeup at the end of the day. (laughs) Okay, y'all men don't get that one. (laughs) Us ladies know, don't we? It was like, you know, you put that lipstick on, and it's right on your mask. We used to have the time before we could wear our normal outfits. We had our face together. We didn't worry about what our makeup looked like. And now we have something different, right? We used to have a normal routine. Every day we would get up, go to work, go see our friends, go get the grandkids. We would do all those normal things. Go to the post office. I mean, I remember standing in line, and I would actually post to people. Y'all remember that? <laughs> standing in line next to people. It wasn't a marker on the floor that you had to stand on top of. Now we have something different. We have all of these unknowns, all of these things that have changed and become a part of our lives. And what COVID-19 has revealed is that we are similar to exiles. Say exiles. We are like exiles in a foreign land. Do you all feel like you're in a different place? I know I do. I feel like, what happened to my homeland? The problem is, no matter where we go in the world, we are going to be dealing with the exact same thing. To be in exile means that you are barred from. You are no longer able to live like you used to live. And what you used to have is gone, and now you live in a new land. The Bible teaches us a lot about exile. So what COVID-19 can reveal about us is that the Bible had already been preparing us for today. Did you know you were being prepared a long time ago to live today? Well, today we are prepared. Tell your neighbor you are prepared. (laughs) We are exiles living in a land, and what does that mean? If we look at our scripture reading from today, The Jews used to live in Israel. They were conquered by an unknown nation called the Babylonians. The Babylonians came and took them away from their homeland, and everything changed. Think about it. The Israelites were used to having funerals a certain way. They were used to getting married a certain way. They were used to educating their children a certain way. They were even used to eating a certain way or buying a home. Everything had a way. And when the Babylonians came and they became exiled, everything became different. Nothing was still the same. Even eating changed. So how do you live in a new land is the question. What is God's instructions when everything about our lives changed? Well, he gives us instructions. It's right here in the book of Jeremiah. We're going to be looking closely at the book of Jeremiah on how to go with the change, how to go with the flow. You see, the Israelites could have locked themselves in their houses, and they could have stayed forever. You see, they were living in Babylonia, a whole new country. They didn't know anything about this new land. They didn't know anything about the practices. They didn't know anything about the people. So they could have said, you know what? We're just going to stay inside and we're not going to come out. But God gives them instructions, he tells them in the book of Jeremiah on chapter 29. I don't know, uh, Jasmine, are you able to pull up that scripture, Jeremiah 29, from our scripture reading today? We're just going to look at Jeremiah. Jeremiah. And we're going to go to the verse 29, Jess. No, I'm sorry. You're right. We're going to start with verse 4. There we go. This is the, okay, go to the next one, verse 5. There we go. Praise God. Can we read this together, saints? Build houses and settle down. Plant gardens and eat what they produce. Praise God. So the first instruction God tells them is he begins to tell them to go ahead and begin building build houses and settle down, plant gardens, and eat. So he begins to tell them, it's time to live. Tell your neighbor, it's time to live. It is time to live. We are at the end of August, saints, and we all know that we are not going back to the land from whence we came from, right? We are not going back to what it used to be like. Because even when they get a vaccine, guess what? Some of us gonna still stand six feet distant. Even when they get a vaccine, some of us still gonna wear a mask. Even when they get a vaccine, some of us not gonna take that vaccine. You gonna have flashbacks and be thinking, no, no, I remember the Tuskegee experiment, not taking that vaccine. I'm gonna wait till the rest of y'all take the vaccine, and then we're gonna see where we go from there. COVID-19 will still exist in our world, a new virus. And so even when we go, when things settle down and change to the new, we still will have to be careful, won't we? We will still have to be careful. So God is telling us we live in a new land. We can't continue to be in our homes all day, every day. We can't continue to do things and just hide away. We got to come back out, don't we? How many of you all have been easing on out into the world? Anybody been easing on out? You get your mask on, you got your hand sanitizer in your pocket, you go into the stores, amen. Some of you all have been to parties at a friend's house or a gathering in the backyard. Socially, who's been to the socially distant gathering? Some of us are amen. Some of us okay, how many of y'all have been still completely on lockdown? You don't go nowhere. That would be y'all online. (laughs) It's okay. We want you to be at home. If you're not ready to come out, you stay at home. But eventually, say eventually. Eventually we got to come outside, don't we? We have got to come outside we have got to begin to come back together and i am glad that here at new life at calvary we have been safe tell your neighbor we've been safe we put a lot in place to make sure we're safe you all that's online you can't see it but if you saw the church you see big x's on all the seats you got to sit on the x and sit apart you would also see that The the, the, uh, pews are roped off, and you can only sit every other pew so we can stay socially socially distant. You can't see that out there in the fellowship hall, Whitney is standing with a thermometer uh, scanning your temperature on the way in. And you can't see that Walter and everyone along the way that's greeting has hand sanitizer and masks for you. And you also can't see that every single person in this sanctuary is wearing their mask, praise God, Praise God. So we're doing our part to be safe. So it's time. Tell your neighbor, it's time. It's time. People going, I mean, I I share, if you all read my email every day, you will know my daughter went off to Notre Dame. The kids are back in college. Laverne's uh, grandson, Jalen, is back in college. Jennifer went to college. All of the ones that were there, Ruth's grandson is down in Miami, at college Mikhail, so if the college kids got to go y'all it's time for us to come back in amen it's time for us to come back and y'all know that's hard for me to say that's really hard for me to say because i am just as afraid as you all i don't want anybody to get sick i don't want anybody to die i don't want anybody to get this virus But we are exiles in a foreign land, and we have got to learn how to begin to live again. We got to live in this time, because God knew all of this was going to happen, right? He knew all of this was going to happen. So if he knew all this was going to happen, he also knows how to help us to be safe and how to not get this disease. Amen. So God, uh, God told them in Jeremiah, go ahead and begin to build houses. Settle down. Plant gardens and eat. Jasmine, if you can bring up verse 6 for us. Let's read this together. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that they too may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there, do not decrease. Every single celebration has been impacted by COVID-19. My next door neighbor, they have been planning a wedding for about a year and a half. Their wedding got canceled. I have seen people with baby showers have to change up the plan. I have seen funerals have to change up the plan, amen. How many of you all have seen events where the plan has gotten changed? Who has gone to a drive-by birthday party, anybody? the the drive-by birthday parties are nice amen (laughs) i like the drive-by parties as a matter of fact it makes it easy you don't have to worry about what you're gonna wear you drive by you drop off the gift you say hi you keep going don't you (laughs) some of these events with the changes have actually turned out to be nice so what god is telling them the israelites is keep living keep celebrating keep getting married keep having children don't stop doing those things so we just got to figure out how to do them differently right he even encouraged them in that scripture to go ahead and marry and have sons and daughters this was hard because remember the israelites only married israelites now they're in babylon so god is encouraging them look i know the situation has changed your son might not be able to marry that Israelite daughter that you had expected him to marry. So I want you to make sure he does get married to a nice Babylonian girl and have sons and daughters. You see, our whole plan has changed, and God is saying, you still got to live. We still have got to live. Jasmine, if you would put up verse 7 for us. Let's read this together. Also seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Some new advantages to COVID-19 that have shown up. People have real businesses and are making money from masks. Now, how many of us know masks always existed? These masks wasn't brand new. But now people are actually being able to have whole businesses. They are prospering because of this. They are selling and having businesses that they never even dreamed of. Now, I know some businesses have had a loss, and it has been a cost to a lot of people. But God is telling us, find a way to prosper. Tell your neighbor, prosper. Prosper is a new land and we are exiles in this foreign land we have been in COVID-19 if you think about it even though we closed in March when did COVID-19 really start in January right when it was like over in China it started early and we kind of knew right then something was going to change for us Now, we wish that, you know, our leaders had changed stuff a little sooner, but we're not going to even get into that conversation. But it began for us in January, really. When the stories on the news started happening, COVID-19 began in January. What month are we in now? September, amen. (laughs) September. How many thought it was going to get better in July when it warmed up? Did it get better? It didn't get better, right? It got worse. How many of us are worried about this fall season when we're going to be dealing with the flu and COVID-19? Some of us, few of us, we trust in God. We do trust in God, Tony, and I'm glad you said that because we do trust in God, but sometimes our trust doesn't immediately take away the fear. The fear still has to be dealt with because fear has a meaning and a message. When we see fear, fear means stop, look around, pay attention, something has changed. Be aware of your surroundings. Anyone ever told your son and daughter when you go out at night, be aware of your surroundings. Don't take it for granted that you are safe. And what COVID-19 and even the flu virus means be aware. Don't take it for granted. Hands, wear your mask, keep safe, stay at a distance. Those things help. They help, don't they? We are exiles in this foreign land. Another thing that COVID-19 has revealed is that our world is full of liars. And I'm not just talking about one particular person, so stay focused stay focused. This is not a political message. <laughs> we have a lot of uh, storytellers around here, right? Lots of conspiracy theories. Lots of things you're like, is that true? You know, people saying they got cures, and you like, well, is it a real cure? I don't, I, you know, I, I like hearing some of the theories. I'm like, is that true or not true? But what the Lord is telling us first I got to get a new mic amen <laughs> hey is this better for y'all online I promise y'all we trying our very best to get this together Satan is real y'all Satan wants us not to be able to make sure you all hear this message online so stay stay in there with us tell them online y'all stay in there with us stay in there with us don't get frustrated stay in there with us <laughs> is this better girl we doing better all right the folks online gave us a thumbs up they said we could keep going (laughs) so here we are saints we are living and we know that during this time what COVID-19 has revealed is all the lies it has also revealed how easily we will be deceived think about it scripture has been telling us for all of this time that we are getting prepared for Jesus to return right It also has told us, be aware of the antichrist. said many will be deceived. Can you all see how easily we can be deceived? If we don't know and understand God's word and God's plan, every little hoax that comes up, we're going to be falling for it. This scripture right here in Jeremiah, it says, if you put up verse 8, Jasmine, for us, let's read this together. Yes. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Do not let the prophets and diviners among you deceive you. Do not, listen to, do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. Go to verse 9, Jasmine. They are always, they are prophesying lies to you in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. The Lord is telling us, be careful of who we listen to. Be aware of the stories we're listening to and make sure we understand if this is not matching up with the gospel, it's not true. If this is not matching up with what God has said, don't even turn your head and pay attention. We are exiles. We have to understand that the difference between living in the world, amen, and not we are not of this world, we are in this world. And we need to know the difference. So what is the priority for the exile? Understanding what can we live with and what can we live without. How many of you all have learned that you really don't need all the stuff that you have? (laughs) How many of you have learned that, you know, you don't have to eat out at every single restaurant? Your home cooking is good. Amen. How many of us have learned that picking up the telephone and calling somebody still makes a difference, and it matters? We can call each other, and we can talk to each other. How many of us have learned that God is real? God is real, and we have got to stop taking that for granted. We have got this. We have taken it for granted far too long, amen? When, now that we cannot be in the church like we used to be in the church, how many of us miss it? Amen. But remember back before COVID-19, we had so many complaints. <laughs> we had, Do we have to go to church? <laughs> Why is it so early? <laughs> how long does it last? Those people are getting on my nerves. Do I have to sit next to them? Now, now we're like, please, Lord, I would love to be next to those irritating people one more time. (laughs) Lord, we don't do nothing all day, every day. I can sit and listen to church all day. (laughs) Amen. Because what else we got to do? The movie theater's closed barely can get a a game of baseball in. We were taking church for granted. Tell your neighbor, no more. No more. COVID-19 has revealed so much about us. We are exiles in a foreign land. This is not our home. Tell your neighbor, this is not our home. What it has also revealed is exiles eventually get to the time where things become complete, when things end. This normal will not stay normal. Tell your neighbor, it will end. It will end. Just like it ended for the Israelites. They were in Babylonian for 70 years. But guess what? One day, they went home. They went home. Think about that for us. We think not only is COVID-19 a new land, Earth is a new land. We think we belong here. We think this is our home. Some of us have gotten real comfortable. We've been living for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 years on this planet. And we have gotten comfortable. It is time to jar ourselves around and get uncomfortable. This is not our home. This is just a way station. We are exiles in a foreign land, and God is trying to bring us back home. Let's look at what verse uh, 10 says, Jasmine, if you can put verse 10 up there. It says together, let's read it. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are completed for Babylon... I will come to you and fulfill my gracious promise to bring you back to this place. Where are you going? Back. To where? This place. You got to think of the place when Jesus said, I know. Y'all remember? (laughs) No, that's not the scripture. Think about it. We said at funerals prepared a place for you and if i go to prepare a place for you i will come back and take you to where i am that's god this is way back in jeremiah saints he's telling us that the promise that he has to us is he's going to come back and take us to the place do you want to go to the place so let's read verse 11 This is one of my favorite verses in scripture. Let's read this together. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Think about this, saints. This was written before any of us were even thought about. This was written before any of us took a first breath. This was written before any of us took our first steps on this planet. This was written hundreds of thousands of years ago, and it's for us today. God tells us, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you a what? A hope and a future. We get a hope in the future. Do y'all want y'all hope in y'all future? I know I want my hope in my future. We are living during the most deadly global pandemic of our lifetimes, of our lifetimes. I was talking with Katie and Walter, Lay Pastor Katie and Lay, Lay Pastor Walter, and we were talking yesterday about a woman that is currently living right now. She has, this is her third global pandemic. This is her third. I'm so glad we haven't lived to three of these. I can think it's barely enough. One is enough, right? This is her third. But we are living through the most deadly global pandemic of our lifetime. So what is God trying to tell us? What does he want us to know? The first thing, I have a plan. I have a plan. You see, the people that's in our government right now, they don't have a plan. The people that's even in the healthcare and the sciences, they don't have a plan. Who has a plan? God says, I have a plan for your life, a plan to prosper you and not to harm you. But how do we get to that plan? Jasmine, if you could put up verse 12. This is the part that people always leave out when they read Jeremiah. Let's read this together. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. Go to the next one. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. That's what we need to do. Let's break this down. It says, then you will call on me. Who has called on the name of the Lord lately? I don't think some of us are praying enough, honestly, saints. I don't think some of us are really on our knees the way we need to be on our knees. Why can I say that? Because our prayers haven't been answered, have they? We need to fall on our knees to call on him. It says, call on me and come. And come. Come to worship in the building. Come to worship online. Come to where the Lord is asking you to come. And then it says, pray to me. Pray. We think we're praying, but apparently, Saints, we got to get even deeper than we already thought we were. We got to get even deeper than we already thought we were. You know, my program, I've told you guys all that I've been at St. Vincent Charity Medical Center, and I graduated this past week. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I told you my time there, we have been praying and praying and praying. When we talk about praying all day without ceasing, it, it's on on a whole new level, you all. So I am like a a prayer warrior now. I want to pray all day, every day. We have got to pray on a deeper level. Turn off the Netflix. Turn off the Hulu. Turn off the radios. Not just for one day or two days. We got to get busy in our prayer life. We are fighting this global pandemic. And so if we are fighting a global pandemic, we need global-sized prayer. We got to get it together. And I know y'all are looking, (laughs) y'all. No, this is it. This is our meal ticket right here, Saints. If we want to hear from God, he's telling us, call on me. Come and pray. And then what does he say he will do? He says, I will listen. I will listen. And then he tells us, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. You see, some of us have been seeking with a little bit of our heart. Some of us have been seeking with a half a bit of our hearts. Some of us haven't been even seeking at all. God is saying to us, I'm tired of playing with you all. I'm not even playing games. We have got to get serious. Tell your neighbor, get serious. It is time to get serious. God is saying, call on God. Pray to God. God will listen. We will see God when we seek him and find him when we seek him with our whole heart. God will be found. And then I want you to see what happens when he he brings us together. Put up verse 14, Jasmine. You don't have verse 14? Okay, I will read it. (laughs) It says, I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. He said, I will bring you back from captivity. I'm going to bring you back from being lost, back from being in the darkness, back from COVID-19. But there is something we have to do beforehand, Saints. What is it that we need to do? Pray. What y'all going to do today? Who going to turn on Netflix when they get home? <laughs> you say, I don't even like Netflix. <laughs> got get on, the, on their phone typing away on something on social media or something some of y'all already don't left my message and you already typing away on social media <laughs> we gotta get in this prayer saints that is it what God is asking us to do so I am calling upon us not just for the prayer but for some fasting some fasting and some prayer. We got a we gotta whole nother part of this year to get through, right? And then we still got to get to 2021. So when we're talking about what we're going to do, what is it we're going to do? Pray. Pray and pray and pray some more. And then we can add in some fasting with that, amen? For those of us that have special diets, I already know. Don't even worry about it. But for those of us that can start fasting and praying like never before, like never before, because God says, I will bring you back to the place from whence I carried you into exile. God is waiting to bring us home, saints. He's waiting to bring us home. Do you all want to go home today? I know I I do. I'm homesick. I'm, I'm ready to see God. And if I know that praying with my whole heart My whole soul, my whole body, all of me will allow me to see my maker. I'm all in. Are you all in today? Do you want to see your maker today? I'm all in. I want to see God's miracles. I want to be able to say, the see, that's God right there. God did that. You thought you did that? No, God did that. God cured that disease. God brought us out of poverty and despair. God gave us those jobs. God gave us those homes. I want to be able to say, look at what God did for all of us. That's what we're waiting to see, saints. God bring us back from captivity. So let's take a moment to begin that prayer right now, today. Let's pray. Gracious God, you are awesome and amazing. And we confess, Lord, that there have been times when we have not come to you like we are supposed to come to you. We confess, Lord, that our prayer lives are not where they need to be. And we pray, Lord, that you would forgive us, give us a second chance. Help us to get our faces directed down toward those floors and and help us to pray to you like we've never prayed. Help us to seek you and to find you, Lord Jesus. Help us to to feel convicted when we're not doing the things of you that we're supposed to do, Lord. We need your miracle power in this world today, Lord. We want to be brought back home. We don't want to be exiles in a foreign land anymore, Lord. So we are praying, Holy Spirit, for your power in this world. We give ourselves to you today, Lord, our minds, our hearts, our spirit. We give you everything above this world. We surrender all to you today. And we pray, Holy Spirit, that as you have promised, Lord, we will see you and you will bring us back home. We thank you and we honor you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And all your people said, amen and amen.